Hey, Ross, how are you going? Yeah, very well. Thank you, Tim. And yourself? Pretty good. Pretty good. Thank you again for making time for this extra time episode where we can chat just a little bit longer because you've got so many stories and, you know, it's it's sad that you're now leaving us, but you're going on to bigger, bigger and better things. You're going into, into Asia. I don't know by the time this comes out, that'll probably be public knowledge. Which club? I won't say it just in case. Um, but you've got so many stories. So I wanted to get into extra time. If you haven't listened, we did we did a previous one on Legends with Ross and Carl together, which was really great. So if you haven't listened to that, please go back and listen to it. But I've just got two questions for you, Ross. Is uh, yeah. The first one is just tell me a story that, that made you want to cry, whatever that may be from whenever. Um, oh, I'll, I'll do two from, oh, well, this... Yeah, the little one from Adelaide. The one that made me cry was when Josh came out and told me that he was he was uh, gay, and then after we we started talking and asking questions, that that made me cry, and I hadn't stopped crying um, since when I speak about it because it's very very emotional to see what the, what he went through. But the one that sticks in my mind with Adelaide United is um, the first very first game of Adelaide United, and I've spoken about it with uh, before. Mm-hmm. Um, when we played Brisbane Strikers, the very first game for Adelaide United at Highmarsh Stadium back then. Um, and I remember being in the dressing room. We had no idea what how many supporters were coming to that game. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I think they might have said like 10,000 or something. I can't even remember. Um, and we were in the dressing room and I think the game was delayed. Yeah. It was by half an hour or 45 minutes. And they came in and they were saying, oh, there's still people lining up. So I automatically thought um, that they were lining up because there weren't enough turnstiles open or something. I don't know, but that's normally what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Or COVID check-ins now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it was, I remember it was a Friday night and the, eventually we went to go out onto the field, um, you know, beginning of the game, the two teams and line up. And as we got out there, the all you could see was the grandstand on the opposite side was full. And when we got out there, we saw everything was full. And the amount, the, the noise that the crowd made that night was was something that I haven't, haven't heard uh, in Adelaide since. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we've ever had a crowd that big since that first game and it was you know when people say it was electrifying it really was and I know for me it it, I had a lump in my throat and a tear in my eye because it was emotional that I was playing for my hometown city for um, in front of my family and friends but for a team that was for everyone because before if you played for Adelaide City it was for the Italians if we played for West Adelaide it was the Greeks they were the two teams in the National League Um, but Adelaide United was for everyone, it was the whole state. It was all South Australians, and and that was something special. Um, and I know that a lot of the other players, uh, South Australian players that played in that game, uh, had the same feeling. had had that lump in their throat, um, you know, because it was it was very emotional. I, and I still, I don't really know why it was so emotional, um, but it was. Yeah. And um, yeah, it should have been. It, should, it was. It was. A, it was a happy emotion. Um, but yeah, strange. Yeah, it's it's is interesting that because you know you you're right. Like you play for both teams here, at least. I did. So yep. yeah, so 
Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it was either. It just seemed to capture that moment in time and, as you say, it brought everyone together. And, and no disrespect to those two clubs, but, um, yeah, for whatever it was, it just seemed to capture the public attention and, I yeah. don't know, maybe it's just drawing on that South Australian thing and perhaps, I don't know, you know, like the old AFL state of origin thing, maybe it was kind of that. It was sort of like that state parochial thing and everyone just coming together. Because, you know, as we've talked about before, the clubs came together so quickly as well. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I was still contracted to my Italian club and I got here within, I think, four weeks we played our first game. Yeah. Um, and I think the team had been training together for one or two weeks before that. And um, you're right. It was about, you know, the uh, the old, say, SANFL state team yeah. that used to play against Victoria. That's what it felt like. Um, you know, what, what Gordon Pickard did for for football in this state was, and I know I've spoken a bit about Gordon before, but it was it was incredible. Um, and it was it was a, a wonderful time. Um, and pretty much like now, um, I've probably come a full circle. So it was the beginning at Adelaide United under Gordon Pickup was amazing. Um, you know, it was really special to me. Um, and now the end um, for me uh, at the club again is uh, is probably one of the best times I've ever had with that with this playing group and and Carl and everyone within the office. It's yeah. just been amazing. Yeah. I I didn't anticipate asking this question, but since we brought it up, yeah. do you feel like there's some sort of, I don't know if this is the right word, but some sort of atonement or anything that you feel like, I don't know, is it has this been sort of like a cathartic experience for you? And, you know, given how it ended before, and we talked about that on the last podcast, so people can go back yeah. and listen to that. But, yeah, was it is there any of that kind of feeling there or am I way off the mark? I have no idea because I don't know what those words mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, there, there I go with my big words and my layman's uh, terms, words. please. <laughs> <laughs> has it been a thera- has it been a therapeutic uh, process for you? And do you feel like you you said you've come full circle? So do you feel yeah. like there's been a sort of like a healing? I guess. Yeah, I think so. I believe so. I didn't expect to leave. To be totally honest. Yeah. Um, this has all come out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I, I think there is on, on both sides. Um, you know, it's, it's a club that, that I've always loved. It's a club that's always been close to my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, that, that first year, uh, the first two years of Adelaide United under Gordon Picard was a real family uh, environment. You know, we, we felt that we had, the whole of South Australia mm. behind us, not just not just the the, the soccer football supporters, but yeah. say AFL supporters as well, or, or people who didn't follow our game. And and I think today for today, I think that we've brought that same mentality back to the club, um, and, and that's a credit to everyone in the office and also the playing group and the culture within the club and the, and the playing group mm-hmm. that we've got people back on our side again. But for so long, there were so many clubs in the local competition mm-hmm. that I didn't I don't, didn't believe uh, while I was away and even when I was here living here after I'd finished at the club um, that we're really following Adelaide United. But now it seems like that they are. Yeah. And 
um, you know, everyone grows up and matures and 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 changes and and the what the players have given. You know, you're talking about moments that you want to cry. When I announced to the players the other day that I was leaving, mm. um, you know, I, I had to hold myself back from from tears. Yeah, uh, had the lump in my throat because of what those players mean to me. You know, when I look at the South Australian boys in the team, mm. um, and you've got. Craig Goodwin, uh, Ryan Kiddo, uh, who for me, I, I, I really wish that people would, would um, be able to sit down and listen to great Craig Goodwin's story about um, why why he wasn't selected in the Adelaide United youth team um, two years in a row, why what he did to make it to where he is today, mm. um, going to work, going to live in, in Melbourne and work at KFC and, and play, I think he was at, um, it was Melbourne Hart back then. No, no, he was no? playing in the state league. Oh, right, in the NFL. Yeah, right. And you know, to see these boys do what they do and give their heart and soul yeah. um, as a proud South Australian, and I know they are too. Mm. You know, it 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 it, uh, it really does make me choke up. Um, mm. And I've got the utmost respect for that whole playing group, but those those two there. Um, mm-hmm. Hang on, it sort of cut out there. I don't know what's going on. You're up. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it, I, yeah, towards the end, it sort of started cutting out a little bit. Okay. Uh, just what you're saying about Kiddo, you said those two there and then... And I hope that they stay on here for the rest of their career. Excellent. All right. Um, okay, so let's move on now to a story that just made you want to laugh, and I'm sure you did laugh. But, yeah, what have you got for me? To something hilarious. So, uh, you know what? <laughs> I'm sure there's so many stories that have to. Yeah, there's a lot of stories that that make you laugh, but um, at the time, so we're playing. It's first year of the A League, mm-hmm. and we're playing in Newcastle just before Christmas. And back then, there was two weeks off for Christmas. Yeah, and I was suspended, and Cosy said, uh, "You're coming on the trip. Um, uh, you'll go up in the grandstand, and you know, it, it's just good for everyone to be together before Christmas and." So I went on uh, to Newcastle. Um, we played in a game where it was that windy. It wasn't funny, but the, you know the sideboards on the on the side they weren't electronic oh, yeah. back then. Yeah, that's right. I, remember, <laughs> I think I remember this. Now flapping in the wind, weren't they? Flapping in the wind. They were flying across the field. <laughs> Actually, yeah, no, and they, I think they showed that on the broadcast, and they sort of just tumbling. Yeah, out. they were yeah. flying across the field, and yeah. and they were metal too. So it was actually quite dangerous. Um, and I was in the stands and I was thinking, oh, my God. Anyway, we ended up winning. And we went to dinner at the hotel like we normally do as a team. And Cosy said to me, because I was the captain at the time, he said, uh, make sure we're all going out for a drink tonight for Christmas, which never happened. And uh, make sure everyone comes down and everyone goes. And so I said to all the players, look, Cosy wants everyone down and we're going for a drink. I think it was the local pub. can't remember where we went. Yeah. And... Uh, there was myself, I was going because I had the tile place back then where I was importing tiles. Mm-hmm. So I was going overseas the following day from Sydney. Um, I think Robbie Bayich was going back to Brisbane. Daniel Beltrami was going back home. Carl Viet was going back. Uh, sorry, uh, yeah, he was going back to Wollongong. Carl Viet was going back to Adelaide. I think Fernando Rett yeah. was going back to Brazil. Right. So we had a minibus. So we had a designated driver, which was Carl Viet, which was strange. 
that he wasn't yeah. out drinking. So he was out, but he wasn't <laughs> he wasn't having a few beers. And we left. We decided to leave at I can't remember two thirty three o'clock in the morning. So we'd make the airport by by five thirty six o'clock. Right. So by the time we got back to the hotel at say two o'clock in the morning, everyone <laughs> raided their mini bars. So we're in the mini bus. Mm-hmm. Now and and uh, having a good laugh and you know I'm sure you can imagine that everyone was quite happy with the yeah. beers that we drank and eating chips and peanuts and whatever else and slowly slowly people start to fall asleep and right at the back of the bus was a player I'm not going to name the player and he tapped me on the back with an accent so I'm sure you can figure out who it is <laughs> and he said stop the bus I need to go to the toilet so I was like. Cal, so we call Cal Scruff. Yeah. He goes, Scruff, stop the bus. So-and-so needs to go to the toilet. And so he pulled over on the side of the highway. And, you know, the uh, metal um, railing there on yeah. the side of the highway? Uh-huh. So everyone decides to get out of the bus because thought we might as well go to the toilet now before, um, because it's another, I think it was like another two hours before we got, we got to Sydney. Yeah, right. And this one player that needed to go to the toilet decided to step over the railing and go down the embankment to go to the toilet. Little did he realise, and we didn't either because it was pitch black, but there, there, there was no embankment. It was just it went straight down. And all you heard was the player screaming, oh, and then you could hear him tumbling, <laughs> screaming, oh. Finally, he finally hit the bottom. He stopped. And I think everyone was in shock. And everyone yeah. was like, are you okay? Are you okay? And he wasn't answering. And um, anyway... So we're calling out, calling, and are you okay, are you okay? No answer. And eventually he goes, <laughs> I'm okay, man, but I think I shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and we waited for about 15 minutes, and by the time we got back to the bus and back into the minibus, I think he really did shit his pants. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I said a funny story. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Carl was driving back to the Sydney airport <laughs> with his head out the window the whole way. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> so, I mean, I think I can't imagine the player. That would be scary, though, pitch black and you're not knowing when you're going to hit the ground. Yeah. It was scary for us because we, we he was one of our best players. <laughs> and we were thinking, oh, God, this guy's just killed himself. Well, we were actually all scared at the, at the time. Yeah, right. Uh, because we had yeah. actually had no idea what he had done. <laughs> how much damage he had done. Yeah, was he injured? Was he? Uh, no. No. He no. Okay. <laughs> and then how'd you get him back up? He climbed back up. Oh, all right. So there was, we, um, when every every time I drive past or we go to Newcastle and back to Sydney, yeah. generally it's in the morning nowadays and we've got uh, a bus. So you look down those embankments and they're quite steep, but they've got a lot of little trees yeah, yeah. growing out of them. So I think he just pulled himself up from from there. But wow. um, yeah, that that's the funniest one. That because we could not stop laughing. <laughs> I bet. Like for, I reckon for the whole season, <laughs> because if you heard him tumbling down the hill and yeah. screaming, it was uh, when we thought about it, it was actually really funny. Anyway, yeah. it's probably not not funny anymore. <laughs> no, that's. I, think. I think it's funny because he was okay. Yeah, but yeah. I imagine <laughs> at the time, and I yeah, I can I can hear. Well, I can't hear it because it wasn't there, but like I can imagine what that would have sounded like. Yeah, that's, I probably that's should have told you another story though. Where um, well, we got time. 
where okay, so we play our very first game against an A League side, which Melbourne Victory in Bendigo, I think we played. Yeah, so this is pre-season? Pre-season. Yeah. So it's very first game. Anyway, we fly to, I think it was Bendigo. We fly to Melbourne. We have to bus it to Bendigo. So it was the same day travel. Mm-hmm. And our flight was delayed, so the bus was delayed. So by the time we got to the ground, the game already started. Right. <laughs> it was a 2 o'clock kickoff. We were there 2.30. <laughs> so we actually stopped the bus before we got to the ground, got changed, got all our kit out from underneath the bus, got changed in the bus, and with our boots on, jogged onto the field and... <laughs> Straight off the bus. Up. Yeah, yeah. Swear to God. <laughs> oh, well. Started warming up. And during the game, Christian Reese had a had a head knock yeah. and he was bleeding on, on his head. So our then uh, sports science, scientist um, uh, slash, I don't know what he was, uh, physiotherapist, yeah. was Nick Hedgecostas. And he ran onto the field and back then you had to have those that, um, the gloves on. Yep. For, for blood. Yeah, I think you've got to have him on now anyway. So he's uh, put some bandage on his head and he's held it to his head and he strapped the bandage around his head to keep that gauze there so yeah. for the bleeding. But in the in the meantime, while he was strapping his head, he actually strapped his glove to, to, <laughs> to his head. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he was running man. off the field. Imagine with his hand strapped to his head. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, uh, it's before, obviously, like social media kicked in and peak A-League became a thing, but that's peak A-League before peak oh, A-League. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so and that was, that was hilarious. I wonder if there's any photos of that around. No, I don't think so. Oh, no, I don't know. But I doubt it. Yeah, We would have not. seen them by now, but that was, yeah. that was pretty funny. It was, <laughs> they were both jogging off the field and one had his hand strapped to his head. <laughs> That's a funny visual. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, that, that was good. That that definitely ticks the boxes. Um, anyway, well, look, I'll let you go. But thank you so much for doing this. And look, it really is sad to see you go. And you know, but it's such a great opportunity for you. I know you're gonna do a great job. And so, don't be a stranger. You know, hopefully, whenever you're back here in LA, come come see us. And um, yeah, I don't know if you'll keep the same number, but I'll, I'll hit you up on WhatsApp every now and then. If Absolutely. That's okay Absolutely. All right. Sounds good. And thank good, you, Ross. And good luck with you, Tim. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You, <laughs> Does you everyone know? know? <laughs> I think, yeah, I think most, yeah, most people know. Yeah. That. So, yeah, I'm now, I feel like I've been called up to the national team myself. So, yeah, I have. Yeah. So, heading to the FA soon. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It should be. Should be a lot of fun. So I won't be a stranger either because I'll still be based in Adelaide, which is great. So I'll oh, be at brilliant. games and I'll be around the club, which would be, yeah, it'd be good. But thank you. No, thank you, Tim. And thanks to all the supporters and everyone in the office 100%. at Adelaide United. It's been a, a pleasure and a, a wonderful experience. Excellent. Couldn't say it any better. All right. We'll leave it there. Thank you very much. Thanks, mate. <laughs>